Good day, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fantasy Football Friends Forever. Mad Max here alongside Pistol Pete. Uh, first things first, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Mad Max FFFF. Like us on Facebook. Uh, show support to the uh, channel. Like our posts. Kind of spread the love. Um, leading off, Roaster Bose. Oh, man. Pete. I've got Deshaun a, Watson. Deshaun 35 Watson. points. 35. Man, I went low. <laughs> He had 51 <laughs> in our league. He had 35 and a four-point tu- four per touchdown pass. Uh, yeah, I've got to definitely boast about that one. The guy crushed it. Yeah, he balled. Finished QB1 by a mile. And, uh, yeah, I love me some Deshaun Watson going forward. I feel good. I have him in two leagues. And, yeah, he won me those leagues handily. 35 points was a uh, was a hell of a call. Um I'm on the roasted end. <laughs> My boy, uh, Dave Montgomery. He got halfway to 20. He got halfway there. Gosh. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Uh, that's just not a good offense. It's just, I like Montgomery talent-wise, but the opportunity is not really there. They're not really feeding him the ball, and the offense just doesn't move. Are you uh you getting off that train a little bit? Train going off the tracks? I got I got one I got one foot out the door right now. Like I'm still rolling with him. I'm like I'm not trading him. I have him in all my leagues. But my thing is as far as my perception of Dave Montgomery, I'm not trading him. No one's going to view him the way I view him. And so I just roll with him. I'm just gonna roll with him and I mean I have Sony Michelle in a league. He'll be he'll be starting over Montgomery. Like Play by year. Montgomery, fine flex play. He gets like he's getting touches, so he's got that. But he's, he ain't he's not the the 20 point upside kind of guy I thought he could be, but a little disappointing. A little disappointing to say the least. Yeah, I mean, there's another week. Well, they have a bye, so maybe I'm not get... looking good in that Jacobs bet. That, no, uh... I won't even get into Josh Jacobs right now. <laughs> Dude, that season long bet we made is not looking good. <laughs> um anyways chiefs recap chiefs game uh yeah colts came in there and they just ran it down their throats and the only issue i have it's not even with the chiefs it's their fans on facebook i don't know about you but i saw a bunch of people just flipping out and i made a status like you're not going 16 and 0 it's the nfl yeah. you're gonna lose games yeah and the colts they have arguably the number one or two offensive line football. I mean, that line is mauling people. Quentin Nelson, he's just throwing guys, like, off the line. I mean, Marlon Mack was just eating. Yeah, I mean, we lost in the trenches. Oh, and yeah. That's, Colts offensive line is very good. One of the top units in the league. We lost Chris Jones mid-game, which was just – when he went out, I was just like – we're lo- like we're gonna lose like unless we unless Mahomes gets it together. But Mahomes is banged up, got his ankle rolled up a couple times. He he's hurt, and that's what that's the scary part for me is like, what do we do going forward with Mahomes? Like, you have Houston coming up. I art with our offensive line banged up, with Mahomes banged up. Like, I worry as a Chiefs fan. And for Mahomes' sake, like about his knee, like if he can't move in the pocket and the pocket collapses, like that's where you see torn ACLs by a quarterback is a collapsed pocket. And the guy like a guy like Tom Brady is what I just 
a guy that's a statue back there and he gets rolled up on like almost like that when Cam Irving uh, stepped back into Mahomes and stepped on his ankle like that's not too far from stepping on him and his knee going out and that's I like I just I'm really worried I don't want them to keep trotting him out there banged up and our offensive line is banged up it's not a good formula right now I'm I'm worried in that aspect. It's it's not a good formula, but the one thing is your division's bad. I mean, the Raiders are three and two. But it's like, do you think? What do you think about them like sitting Mahomes out? Like, mm, can you? I don't think you can. Honestly, I think one saving grace is I think Tyree Kill is coming back, possibly this weekend sooner than later. We need him with Watkins being out. Yeah. Oh, that was another big thing when Watkins was out. I mean. Pringle was balling out Pringle there, balled. but other than that, Kelsey four catches. He had ten targets. Couldn't hold on the ball in the beginning of the game. And I mean, yeah. I work at Jack Stack, and Kelsey frequents there in the summer. And I had commented to our like circle of friends, like in our uh, our league chat, or not our chat, but like just people around the league in uh, fantasy football. And I was, I just commented, I go. By the way, Kelsey looks overweight. Like, and that to me, that like, I'm not saying like he's going to come into the season overweight, but to me, that just means like he's not focused on the year. Like, what are you serving that guy at Jack Stack, man? Dude, he loves that chicken club, man. The Chipotle chicken club, fire kiss wings, barbecue shrimp. Like, he's all about it. Him and his boys come in, eat down. Like, I, I just don't know if his head's in it, man. Like, he just he doesn't look the same this year. Yeah, I mean, he's. Fantasy wise, he's come back down the earth compared to last year. Yeah, but yeah, I think that Chiefs off. I mean, the defense is just the run defense is horrid. Uh, I mean, it's kind of the blueprint, like you said earlier, talking to me. Like Baltimore kind of exposed him in that game uh, before, but I mean, if Marlon Max running through you, Marlon uh, Max good though. He is good, and like I said, that line is good. Uh, Jacoby Brissett, he just managed the game, but they kept the Chiefs' offense off the field. I mean, the time of possession was insane. It's like 17 minutes in that second half. Yeah. yeah. That, that's It's the formula, and you got to give credit to the Colts. They played a good football game. We, we're banged up, like, and so I just think there can't be, like, an overreaction to Chiefs Nation. Like, got to get healthy, but this is, like, we're trying to get to December. Yeah. Like, let's not overreact to a week five loss to the Colts. What we need to do is step back and look and, hey, this is where we're struggling. How do we counter that? And I think I think Tyron Matthew made a hell of a play on second and two. They were down in the goal line. They were just marching down the field. They were up like 13 to 10. And we needed a, to hold them to a field goal to stay in the game. And Tyron Matthew just read that little that little pitch they did, and he just blew it up in the backfield for an eight-yard loss, held them to a field goal. Ensuing possession, we had second and 30 or whatever, yeah. like at our own five. And Mahomes throws that – or it's third and 30 because he throws that, that pass to Pringle, and Pringle looks like he should – Easily pick up the first down. I just don't think Pringle has that burst that, like... That's a nice... Like, we're so used to seeing Watkins out there, Tyreek Hill out there, just pull away from people. And it's like, he, Pringle's not as fast as those two guys. It was and a nice so, open field tackle. It was. And so, they tackled him a yard short. Like, fourth and one, 
I I just feel like we should have called timeout. Um, your running game is non-existent. Like That's we got to call problem. timeout and draw something up. Like you can't just run to the line and expect to line up and run the ball down their throat. We haven't ran the whole game. Like what are you talking about? Like yep, it gets blown up in the backfield and we lose. Like that was the game. Blown up by. Justin, Justin Houston. Houston. Yeah. Gosh, he played a hell of a game too. You know it meant a lot to him. Oh yeah, he he flexed on the sideline after that play. Like, oh yeah, it was a great play. I the play call was questionable, but I thought Frank Clark played better though. Like he was making some plays. Tyron Matthews was making some plays. He had that pick. Um, made made that huge play down the at the end of the game. It's it's just a loss. It's, it's the a NFL. Loss. Like you said, I wouldn't overreact. I just saw way too many people overreacting on Facebook. Yeah. Um, coming up with Houston, though, it's going to be a tough game, tough matchup. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a tough game. I'll, uh, tough stretch coming down for the, the Chiefs, honestly. Yeah, hopefully they get healthy. Like I said, I think Tyreek Hill is coming back soon. So that's I mean, a big they're loss. They're saying he might come back this week. Yeah. It is a big loss. Hopefully the off- offense can look a little more dynamic. Um, don't know what. The running game's got to get something going, but the offensive line's just so banged up. We got to get some guys back, get healthy, because we got to call Jeff Allen back. We <laughs> cut him, you know, and so we got to call Jeff Allen back and get him on the like, because uh, Wiley got hurt in that game. Cam Irving is not the call. Like, no, <laughs> we're we're banged up. I mean, these things happen. It's the NFL. We gotta we got to keep it together, though. Like, I don't know if we're going to be able to run the football, but we need to draw more, like, quick-hitting passing rather than trying to continuously throw the ball down the field. Yes. Like, we don't have time in the pocket, and Mahomes isn't mobile enough. If he's not mobile, it's a big loss to the offense. I mean, he loves avoiding that rush. You know, throwing outside the pocket's a big thing of his. And if he's a statue back there, those plays down the field take time to develop that the Chiefs love to do. And that's why I just – part of me just wants us to – just sit him for a couple weeks. Let him get healthy, get that ankle right, so we can. I'm playoff football. Like I'm not worried about this. Like you get Mahomes back healthy, we're gonna make the playoffs. We're gonna be in contention. But if Mahomes keeps trying to play through this ankle injury, it's gonna keep getting re re aggravated. Like ankle injuries don't go away. Like until you fully heal it, they don't. Uh... I can maybe say a week. I can't say a, I can't say multiple because then you're looking at maybe getting a wild card. I'm not saying you're locked. You're not a lock to win the division with him missing. I don't know. A few weeks. It's a spicy take, but <laughs> um, I mean, anyways, I still have him in my top five. We can go over our top fives. I mean, I've got I've still got New England one, Kansas City two. Mine's exactly the same. I still believe in the teams that I picked. Uh, the week before, so New England won, KC two. Like I'm not overreacting. I still think if at this point, I guess you could argue, well, Mahomes isn't healthy, so how are you just going to have him at two if they're not whatever? I'm a Chiefs homer. Two, <laughs> Chiefs two, uh, Saints three, Packers four, Niners five. Yeah, we have uh, we have the same list, but I've got the Saints at two, Chiefs three. Uh, yeah, I've got the Niners at five. You convinced me, and they convinced me. Dude, they look good. That defense was just nasty. They were w- one of the teams that impressed me this this past weekend. Um, they just manhandled the Browns. 
Uh, running game looked good. Defense looked really good. Niners are for real. Those are contenders. They are. Uh, they're going to be in there for the long haul. They're coached well. Shanahan was running circles around Freddie oh, Kitchens. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens <laughs> showing his dad out there on the sideline. <laughs> Dude, they just got outcoached. They did. Like, like Cleveland looked lost. They looked lost in Cleveland. Man, Baker Mayfield's just I mean, he got like negative two points. In Did you fantasy. see that uh, Twitter video of him like talking to Jimmy G before mm-hmm. the game? Dude, Baker looks like chubby. Oh, yeah. He does look like he's carrying a few pounds. Like, man, come on. Take your job seriously. Yeah, I agree with You're that. You're a professional athlete. Like, come on, dude. You can't have a beer belly in the National Football League. <laughs> yeah. What are you, Sebastian Janikowski? <laughs> he does look chunky. Dude, uh, who are some teams that impressed you? Uh, well, of course, my Packers. Packers, uh, they're for real. They are for real, and they got out to that quick lead. Gotta love seeing Aaron Jones. Oh, my gosh. Dude, he he's just off. a touchdown machine. Leading the league in rushing touchdowns now with eight. And the, uh, in the passing game, seven for 75. Like, I love seeing that. I hope he keeps it up going forward. And that defense to start the game, they gave up a lot of garbage yards in the second half. Is Dallas, is Dallas a pretender? Uh, maybe their three wins are awful. Yeah, uh, I mean man. they haven't beat anybody good yet, so yeah. uh, definitely a wait and see on the Cowboys. Like, yeah. uh, Broncos got a good win at Chargers. Like, it, is it more Broncos or is it more about the Chargers? Uh, I think it's more about the Chargers. That's another team. I mean, who have they beaten? I don't think they've they've beaten the Dolphins once. And another team they beat, I can't remember who they it was. They beat uh, the Colts. They beat the Colts week one. It's a solid win, but, I mean, that's – Andrew Luck just retired, so. Yeah. I, that, that had – at home, like, but they lost to the Lions on the road. They lost to the Texans. And then they lost to the Broncos. Those are uh, – I'm like, they're just not impressive. We'll see, we'll see if they get in more of a rhythm. They have – they have the Steelers coming up to their place, so they got to take care of business there. You know, if you're a if you're a Chargers fan, which I don't know too many Chargers fans, but as far as division goes, I mean, Oakland that's, took care of Chicago. That was an impressive win. That's the next team I was gonna say. Uh, a lot of people were down on Oakland coming in. A lot of people were down on John Gruden. Uh, I think if they go over, if they go nine and seven or better, he wins Coach of the Year. I just don't see how he done. They were projected like I don't know Shanahan. Shanahan could win Coach of the Year. Like they're four and first time since nineteen ninety. Yeah, yeah, he could win Coach of the Year. I, I just think like more people were higher on the Niners than the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders were. I don't know. They were leading into Monday Night Football. The rhetoric was, "Are the Niners for real?" So. I don't. I don't know how many people were actually truly like Niners believers coming into the season. Like I think people thought the Niners could be solid, but I'm saying if like the Niners go from like thinking they're a 500 football team to being 12 and four in the NFL, yeah. It's, I like I like I, I I agree, John Gruden. If they have a winning season, like that's a hell of a coaching job. I guess it's. Would you rather have someone take the team from the dumps to 500 or a team from? 500 to contenders as coach of the year i would rather see a team that like went from being 500 to contenders as coach of the year kind of like a doug peterson when they uh went to win the super bowl yeah it's 
eyes of the beholder, I yeah. guess. I just think uh, I just think the Niners defense is just – I think the roster is way more talented than Oakland's got. True. I mean, man, like man per man position, I just think they've got – John Gruden's turning around that program for sure. He is. Uh, I was impressed. He's got them playing hard. Um, other impressive wins. I mean, Texans handled the Falcons. That was impressive in itself. The Falcons, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Dan Quinn, I don't know how he has a job anymore. I mean, he his staple is defense. Yeah. And he took over defensive coordinator duties this year, and they can't stop anyone. I yeah. mean, Will Fuller's just running open and just having a career day. And Deshaun Watson. I think, like, part of it, like, I don't know if you can put all the blame on Dan Quinn, though. Uh, I just, I question some of their draft picks. Like, you go and draft a guy like Calvin Ridley, like, you already have Julio Jones, you have Muhammad Sanu, you've got weapons, you got Hooper. Like, why are you spending a pick on a wide receiver instead of, like, a defensive player? Yeah, like, I just don't think they've been addressing the defensive side of the ball. I think they've been trying to build up their offense with a defensive-minded head coach. Uh, another thing, I think, ever since that 28-3 Super Bowl loss, like, they gave up that lead. It's just hard to overcome. They haven't been the same since no, then. No, they haven't. They lost their swagger. I mean, they lost Kyle Shanahan, their yeah. offensive mind behind that team. So that's a big loss. Matt Ryan's best year ever. The Falcons aren't playing with that speed that they played with on that Super Bowl run team. And they they haven't been healthy really since, but I feel like they're not banged up really that much this year. They're just not playing good football. No, they're terrible in their red zone too, ever since Kyle Shanahan left. And that home field advantage is too. It's not an advantage anymore. I mean, I've seen stadiums almost like half empty. Against that Titans game, it was empty like third Yeah, they've, they've given up on the, – the fan base has. Uh, but they also have the, the Braves in the playoffs right now. So, you know they love their Braves around there. Um, one last team of note is the Saints taking care of business once again. Love Beat the Bucks. I Like, Winston looked – like, he didn't turn the football over, which I thought was a big step. Like, the Saints, I think, defensively are actually – a decent defense. And so I think they're top half. in a tough environment, like Winston not turning the football over. I think you got to like that as far as a Bucks fan. Um, but the Saints, that's a that's a legit team. That team is legit. They're my NFC pick to go to the Super Bowl right now. If I had to pick one, I love this. They've been so close the last two years and they should have been in there last year. True. You know it. You know, yeah. And the year before, they lost on that Hail Mary in Minnesota. So it's like they're once, just due. once Breeze gets back, the offense will be like Bridgewater looked good though. Four touchdowns. Yeah. And Michael Thomas was eaten. Yeah. And so I mean, once you get Breeze back, you got to think that offense is going to be a step better, two steps better. Um, defense playing playing well. That's two. Number one receivers, Marshawn Lattimore is just locked it. Mike Evans, like zero catches. Lattimore is playing hard nose football. Stud. Locked up Amari. Uh, Yeah, I just like what the Saints are doing. And Sean Payton, man, his stock's going. I don't think it was ever that down, but he's reminding people that guy can call some offensive, like game plans. Oh, yeah. Um, Not really. Too many other impressive wins. I don't like Cardinals got their first win against the Bengals. Who cares? <laughs> um, 
I mean, the Ravens got an OT victory versus the Steelers. Like, what did you think about that hit on Mason Rudolph? Dude, that was... I mean, he's an idiot, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> like, it's it's not a clean hit by any means, but, like, you can't put yourself in those positions. This is, like, the same thing with Josh Allen. Josh Allen got rocked as well, and it's like, these quarterbacks kind of, like, scramble and try to make these plays recklessly, like, because they know the league is going to protect them. But at the same time, like, if someone doesn't care whether or not they get flagged for it, you're – it's open season on you. Like, you can't you can't make a reckless play like that. And he got jacked up, and that was scary. Like, I was watching the game, and I was just, like, literally, like, heart hurting. Like, this guy looks like he is – like, he literally just went limp, and I was like, dude, is this dude literally, like, out? Like, is this the first time we're going to see this in an NFL game? Like, it was a scary moment. Um, Good to see him, like, get up, walk off the field, which was questionable. <laughs> but Yeah, the cart's not working or something. I was <laughs> like, like, come on. What's going on here? This is the NFL. Do we not have more than one cart? But I honestly didn't think – I didn't think the hit was that egregious. I've seen a lot worse. It's Earl Thomas. It's a bang bang play. Yeah, I'm never gonna blame the def- the defender's never gonna think. Oh, should I hit him in this tar? Like he's just making a play. It was a reckless play by Rudolph. I don't know. I, I, I I'm not giving any fault to the defender. The defender's <laughs> Rudolph's literally scrambling out of the pocket, trying to make like an unbelievable throw, like. I don't know. It's reckless. Like you got to be smarter as a quarterback and not put your body in those positions. Um, anyways, it was a good week of football. I I enjoyed the the games that were played. It was good football all around. Uh, good clarity. I mean, you definitely saw some team. Like I I think the Ravens are kind of pretenders. I'm saying like Lamar Jackson's been struggling on the stretch here. Three picks. Uh, he didn't look that good. He was trying to fit in a lot of balls in some tight windows that just didn't need to be thrown. I think they need to feed Mark Ingram more, honestly. I mean, they're giving him the ball. It's just – I think teams still don't respect Lamar Jackson's throwing. I wouldn't either, honestly, still. I'd still make him prove it. Yeah. I mean, just because you completed a few long passes week one and week two, like, doesn't make you a top-level passer in the league. I, I think they kind of got – I think they were cocky going into the uh, Chiefs game. Like, I just got this sense, and Chiefs kind of gave them a message. Yeah, they did. I don't know. But uh, I think a few teams, like you said, Dallas might be a pretender. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. So, I'm in, I'm intrigued for, for what's to come in the league. Um, kind of nervous about my Chiefs, but good football being played. Right. Um, We'll, uh, we'll finish up with some buy low, sell high candidates for fantasy football this week. Um, I've definitely got some repeats on this list. Uh, some guys I'm selling high. Derrick Henry makes my list once again. <laughs> like, especially in PPR formats. Like, half PPR, not standard scoring. I'm fine with holding Derrick Henry. But in a PPR format, I'm trading this guy. He's still ranked in the top 10. He's number 10. But every week he continues to fall. And that's because his, like, all he's doing is putting up 11, 12, 13 points, which is cool, but he's not RB1. And so if I can get RB1 material value out of Derrick Henry and I have Mark Ingram, so Henry and Mark Ingram, both guys that I think are limited in the passing game, I would be looking to trade them at an RB1 value. 
Yeah, I hate Derrick Henry. I think he's going to be on your list all year. Until, PPR. I'm, I'm until just he's drafting him. until he's like fifteen. I will. Like, I think if he has another like subpar performance, I don't think you can sell high on him anymore. And that's why I'm like, sell this guy now. Like, <laughs> if you got him, get rid of him. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, one guy I have a uh, sell high. He actually played uh, Monday night. Uh, Tevin Coleman came back. I like Matt Breida there. You're selling high on Tevin Coleman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could I, see that just because he's been hurt. And so, yeah. He, he had a good game. He had a good game. He looked good. He got a bunch of money in the offseason. Like, they're going to use him. I just personally don't believe he's staying healthy. He never stays healthy. True. I like, I like Breida, too. I like Breida. I think he's just overall the better back. Yeah. I could see a sell high on Coleman. Like, if you can get him. You can sell him as a flex play to somebody yeah. and get like another flex play in return. And he was drafted as a flex guy. Um, yeah, I'm selling him. I don't want him. Yeah. Uh, some other sell highs I've got are I'm selling high on Amari Cooper. Like, I think that's a guy that you can easily trade as a sell high candidate. Like, someone will be willing to pay wide receiver one value for him. And to kind of couple that, a guy I would target is like a guy like Hopkins. Like if you can flip Cooper for Hopkins, like get a package done, whatever you got to do. Like I'm doing that. Like I Cooper looks banged up. Like his that foot, that ankle, like it's all falling apart. And he was coming off the field. The guy's a trooper. Like I give him that. I give him his competitive spirit. But I just if I can get a healthier option in return while Cooper's not being shown like with an injury designation, until that becomes like more obvious to the general public, like like I watch a lot of these games, and so like I just watch Cooper and hobble off the field, and I'm just like, dude, I want no part of that as far as a fantasy owner because I'm playing for the playoffs. I'm not playing for this week, but someone might be willing to trade DeAndre Hopkins and get Amari Cooper in return, thinking that they're getting some stud, and then all of a sudden, next two weeks, Cooper's out with an ankle injury, and I'll, I'm just gonna be sitting there like. No shit. Like, the guy's been banged up all year. Yeah, he uh, he has a history of injuries, but Amari Cooper, he's playing for that contract. Yeah. I mean, that's why he's, he's out there. He's got a lot of heart. I he's, appreciate the he's heart. He's got to get paid, and he's been performing. He's I, good. I think a lot of people will ship you Hopkins now for Cooper. And, yeah, I'd do it, but uh, if Cooper stays healthy, I could see that going either way. Yeah. Uh, I just – like, Hopkins is healthy. Hopkins is in – has a better quarterback. Yeah. Which right. if that's I don't know, there's the argument of well, Hopkins is or Watson is developing and spreading the ball around more. I I believe Hopkins will have his big games. Like they are to come. And so I don't know. And I like Gallup. I like Gallup and Dallas. So I, I could see them trying to get to more of a run heavy approach, the ball kind of going to both Cooper and Gallup. I could I don't know. Just someone I'm just not a huge Cooper believer like he's a great route runner um great route runner like i'm not using that word lightly like he is a great route runner and his hands are questionable though yeah they are questionable uh but you could get good value out of him for sure the guy's been putting up numbers uh my other two guys for sell highs kind of like a package deal had him on here before uh eckler still his he had like 22 points last week but it was like 13 catches or something for like no yards and Cortland Sutton, he's wide receiver ten right now. Yeah. So if I could package those two together, 
and get a stud and get a stud. Uh, cause I mean, I'm deep at running back in some leagues. And like I said, there's a guy mucky in our league looking to trade Aaron Jones. I mean, I'll package him Eckler and Sutton. I might even throw in, um, Will Fuller in there. Swing it up Aaron a bit. Jones. Yeah. I'll, I'll trade three for one. Trade there. your depth away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I've got Allen Robinson as another sell high candidate. The guy's been solid. He had a big game this week. Um, his previous games were pretty decent. So I, I think he's a guy that I just don't trust. And so if I can trade him for someone that I trust a little more, like you can somehow get like a guy like Robert Woods or something. Yeah. Robert Woods coming off a bad game. If I can trade Robinson for Woods, anything like small deals like that go a long ways, I think, in leagues. Like I traded uh, in a league I'm in, I traded Daryl Williams for Will Fuller last week. Like those are – those are moves that can win you a fantasy league. Like, oh, yeah, sure. you, I sold high on Daryl Williams, bought low on Will Fuller. Will Full, I inserted Will Fuller into my flex, balled out this week. Like, you think I would? I'm getting that deal done this week for Daryl Williams? No. Like, sometimes you just gotta you gotta take those leaps. So, as um, a buy low candidate, I got my boy Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah, he's had a rough start to the year, but I just think the schedule coming up, Lions at home, Oakland at home, at Kansas City, I think he's going to get it going. Yeah, I mean, for me, I just think they run the ball too much within that 10-yard line. And that's where my like concern as far as if I'm going and trading for Rodgers, like, it depends on how low, I guess, you buy him. I just... I I don't see the touchdown upside there anymore, and so I would I would be hesitant to trade for Aaron Rodgers personally. I, just, I know you're a huge I know you're a huge Packers fan. I just want him you just, over Stafford. I want yeah. him over. Uh, I mean, people just, are starting Dalton. Yeah, Andy Dalton. Like, what about Winston? Would you if you own Winston? Are you trading for Rodgers? Probably not right now, but I could see that backfiring too, just because. Yeah. Winston's just, you know how he is. He's he could, just an inconsistent. He's, he's made some steps this year. He has. I've yeah, liked what I've seen. the last few games, but I know that Winston game's coming. Yeah. <laughs> you know that 10-point game's coming. <laughs> oh, it'll be here. Um, some guys I'm trying to buy low on. I think Zeke is a good candidate to buy low on. Uh, a couple other running backs, Damian Williams and Devin Singletary. So Zeke, Damian Williams, Devin Singletary, all running backs. I would be looking to target in some trades. Zeke being the highest commodity. Um, but my thing is, like, if if someone ever is, like, a little loose with the football, like, maybe maybe you can strip Zeke from him. Like, you know, like, maybe he's a little low on Zeke and you can flip him somebody in return. I'm not saying you're going to get him for nothing, but I always, like, if he's willing to trade Zeke, like, that's that's the first step in getting it to premier talent. Yeah, if I if I have Zeke personally, I'm still asking for a decent amount. Yeah, because I believe in Zeke's talent. I think he's gonna have that big game. It's coming. They just they're just getting down so early. Well, last week they just kind of abandoned the run. Well, what if you like, like? I'm saying like if someone like you dang like you make a package deal with Aaron Jones, like Aaron Jones and he needs a wide receiver, so you throw him Aaron Jones and. God, uh, like Cortland a wide Sutton. receiver. Yeah, w- maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. 
depends on their roster. depends on what their thoughts are. Uh, but a guy that I think is underperforming compared to what he is. And so if I'm be, I'd be willing to still pay up for who Zeke is too, because I see him returning that. Yeah, we agree on that one. And another guy who's been underperforming, he's on your list too, uh, Mike Evans. Yeah. I mean, how do you have the same stats as I do drinking a beer on a Sunday? <laughs> like, how do you just put up a goose egg? He, he's just so vol- – like, he's volatile. He's, he's a downfield guy. Um, I don't even think he had a target. If I remember reading his stat line right. Like, didn't even get a target. Didn't even get thrown the ball. <laughs> That's – that's insane. And so someone might see that and just be done with Mike Evans, you know? And so, and he's had a few other rough games. It's not like it's his first one's his first goose egg. So that sticks out, but, but that's like, so if like you can package Henry in a deal and get Mike Evans in return, love that. Oh yeah. Love that. Love that. Like if you get Mike Evans and Damian Williams for Henry, yeah, someone might be willing to do that trade. Like they need a running back. You toss them like, Allen Robinson, like you got Robinson, like Henry Robinson for Mike Evans and Damian Williams. I like Singletary too. Guy still hasn't come back. He's explosive. Like definitely a guy to like just try to steal off a roster. Like he's like a throw in. Like you're making this deal and you just, and I don't know, throw in Devin Singletary. And the guy might just be like, all right, I'll do that. Like guy hasn't done anything for him. Yeah, I love Singletary. I love his talent. I have him on one team. I'm not dropping the guy. Yeah, I just believe in his talent. Well, they're just—I think they're just being cautious with him. He's got the hamstring. He—I think he could have played this week, but they have a bye week, and they're just looking at it like, why not just let him rest again? We'll go through the bye week. I think they've got big things in store for Singletary. I like his talent. I think he's—he's he's a stud. I do too. And my last buy low—I'm going to die on this sword with this guy. OBJ, I know they looked atrocious Monday, and it's more Freddie Kitchens and Baker Mayfield. I don't know what he's doing back there. He's not athletic enough to avoid the rush, but he keeps trying to like roll out. He ran like a five eight or yeah, like a five something forty. It was bad, and man, I just love OBJ's talent. I think he's gonna get it going. Hopefully, they play Seattle. Seattle's secondary is not great at home. I, I'm a believer in OBJ. I, I think you can buy him pretty low too. That's that's the one thing where I traded OBJ last week. Like I'm I'm on the end of I'm done with OBJ and I wanted to maximize my value out of him. And so I shipped him. I traded Odell Beckham and Deontay Johnson for Melvin Gordon and Lamar Jackson, and then I. I turned around and traded Lamar Jackson because I had Matt Ryan. So I, I love the deal I got done. I mean, I'm taking the risk on with Melvin Gordon. We'll see if he can get things going. But I, I was done with Odell. Like, I just – I don't like what I see in Cleveland. I don't I don't think they have much of an identity on offense. And I just – I don't I – don't, I think they want to be a run-heavy team is the problem. And so if they're a run-heavy team, then – Odell needs to be the number one target, and I see Baker looking at Jarvis Landry too often for me to want Odell Beckham. He just hasn't had the time, but I think they want to be run heavy, like, you know, to start the game and the game plan. But I think Freddie Kitchens and Baker, like, I think they want to throw the ball, though, too. 
Like that's the thing, but they don't have the line. Their They're, line is terrible. I'm staying. I'm pers- I'm staying away from OBJ, and I would advise people to stay away from OBJ, not buy low on OBJ. I but I if, like OBJ still. The talent his talent's too good. I just think it's too good for him to finish wide receiver like 28. We'll see. I just I don't know. Uh, I was talking to to Burr, and he he's kind of comparing OBJ to like Moss when he was with the Raiders, like. Odell Beckham just did not look like he wanted to be on the field last night. That's concerning. That yeah. that fumble he had, he looked like he didn't give in a flying you-know-what. <laughs> I mean, you got to get him the ball. He's got to get targets. I mean, he just wants targets. Like Randy Moss, back in his day too, not, not with Oakland. Well, his first two targets he dropped. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> not going to catch every ball. <laughs> I'm not in. I'm, I'm out on Odell Beckham. I love the talent, but I'm just – I don't think – I don't think it's this year. I, I wanted it to be this year. Um, anyways, that that'll wrap up this show. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys Friday for our fantasy football podcast. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Make sure to uh, to give us a follow, give us a like. Um, Till next time, peace.